Good afternoon. It's the Tom Bernard podcast, filling in for Tom, who is going behind enemy lines to Cuba. <laughs> me, Doug Sprinthal. And me, Tom Bernard. I mean, Brittany Arneson. <laughs> I brought you here because you're a pro. <laughs> uh, and Andy Brad Bernard. We'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. No bumper music. There we go. Now we got the clock ticking. Because no Cassie. Yeah, no Cassie, no Catherine, no Tom. This may be the very last ever Tom Bernard podcast, and we screw it up bad enough. We'll get kicked off podcasting heaven. The nice thing is, with our reputation, I feel like, as with me, uh-huh. there's a low bar. Okay, I, I Expectations. Have some, I have some, I'm glad that I'm really glad that you came here. I, I love listening to you on the morning show. Uh, but I do have a lot of questions that I want to ask you, and this seems like a perfect time. Yeah, I how mean, did, literally. How is, did you get into radio? Uh, so I was going to school at UMD for uh, journalism, and I had just I had gone to basic before or basic training for Army before college, yeah. and then went to a couple classes. It wasn't by any I wasn't thriving. It was a very I had a blast in college, and then so I did this thing called split up. So it means that you then after you do a, a, a quarter of class or semester of classes, you go back to training. So you do AIT. So then I was doing my medic training uh, with the army. And I kind of thought, well, maybe I'll end up just staying in the army. And I ended up doing um, some things in the burn unit and stuff that I realized that I could not be a medic I mean, I could not be a nurse. I could. I, I was the idea of maybe going in the medical and field. Burn unit. It's the toughest thing there is. And so I, because I love the idea of, in theory. But what I realized real quick is I took everything back home with me. Like yeah. when we'd go to the burn unit, I'd be like, "Hey, you know, you know, wrapping up people." And it was too. And that's why I'm like, I've got that appreciation for cops and. Get in here. Hang on a second. Is we Alex? have another guest. Alex, oh get in yeah, here. Alex is here. Walked out. I'm, hi, ma'am. It's nice to meet you. Hello. Hi, 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 ma'am. I almost had you bring me a snack, but I ran to the cup. I have snacks in my car. Um, and so then I came back into college not knowing what I wanted to do, but knowing I didn't want to go into the medical field, 
wasn't just like so sure that college was really jiving. Went back home and Gelfan, Mike Gelfan, was our good family friend. Oh, really? And I so didn't he, know that. yeah. And then he said, uh, "Well, why don't you at least intern at KQ, and then we'll see what happens." And then I kind of just never left. You <laughs> left. <laughs> so how long ago was that? Um, that was. Let's see. I started at KQ when I was twenty or twenty-one. So ten, 10 years ago, you're. I'm 32. I had okay. to think for a second. I wasn't like doing that thing. Like, how dare you? about where it happens. What 30? You when forget? you hit 35 or 40, like, sometimes you can't guess accurately within a couple. No, of years. I was like, it's like uh, wait a minute, I'm. What was my last birthday? Dan forgets all the time. Too. What he's 33, and he's like, "How old am I?" I have to tell him. Remind I'm him. Like, oh my god. Well, that must have yeah. been about the end of Mike's run, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. And so I was uh, just a tiny bit on air with him with uh, morning show stuff. And I did overnights mostly, uh, overnights for a long time, uh, as when I was also being a promotion intern. And then for a while, I was doing overnights and phones, like Candace's yeah. uh, job. And so that was a whole, a whole thing for a little bit. And then finally, I was just doing uh, morning show. Uh, yeah, and that's when I went to my talk for about a year and a half. Why did you look at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> wait, I don't wait! You don't bleed, KQ? What? What? No. Well, I got some breaking news that uh, Doug might care about, and the rest of us probably won't. Deet, 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 deet. This just in. Do you know who Peter Tork is? Yes, he's and dead. I, yes, he died of cancer. The monkeys. He's at least you let him down. Monkeys. At least you let him down nicely. Monkeys. Well, I mean, it's, it's the monkeys. monkeys. My mom, dead. my mom would care a lot more. Dead. I know. He does like the monkeys. So I didn't think you were like the biggest monkeys fan in the world. You know, well, they came out in like '66, and I was eight years old, and I didn't really get a it little that too it was young. A yeah, joke. I you thought, oh, you know, this is kind of cool, and they're kind of kooky. I didn't realize it was just a joke about the Beatles for the most part. Yeah, let's take the Beatles and Americanize them. Mm-hmm. Here's a, a interesting thing that I did. I did read about this a little while ago. So here's the rock trivia story. Stephen Stills, the guitar player in Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, tried out for the Monkees. He's a great musician. In fact, I think he might have written some of their songs. But Stephen's not the best-looking person in the world, and his teeth are kind of messed up, and his hair's... I mean, even back then. So they said, yeah, who else do you know that has this sort of Nordic look? And he goes, well, I know this guy's a multi-instrumentalist named Peter Tork, and that's how Peter Tork got mm. the Monkees. Mm. Kind of a cool story. Do, do you have any more you but attractive? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, wonder I feel how, like people want to ask me that all the time <laughs> yeah. at KQ. Like, hmm, but do you have like a hotter per- version, right. like a sexy version of this? Like, right. And maybe quieter? That's just a whole I, other person. <laughs> just everything you know, like about the, you. The promo pics. Could you just have somebody follow you around with an airbrush machine? <laughs> well, Get that's rid of I, everybody's wrinkles. That's what you hear, like, auditioning in L.A. is, like, you just go into a room of better-looking, like, buffer mm-hmm. versions yeah. of you. Yeah, wait, wait, I, I, that, that kind of, terrible. like, constant beatdown. And it's no. not, like, something where I'm, like, you know, think of myself a high and mighty of, like, looks. But, like, that constant being, like, somebody verbally saying, like, yeah, but she's just too fat. Like, something like that, I'd be, like, on a daily basis, I would yeah, not handle it well. Too no, exactly, yeah. yeah. So I was just listening to an interview with Gretchen Carlson. She's former Miss America. She's the one that sued Roger Ailes for sexual harassment ah. in the workplace. Mm-hmm. She's taken this as a crusade, is trying to pass legislation to make it illegal for uh, people to be forced into binding arbitration and not able, women not able to tell their stories even after they settle. Um, it was a really interesting interview, and they're doing a miniseries about her, and uh, they're making a feature film about her. Naomi Watts is playing her in the miniseries, hmm. and um, what's her name? Tall, beautiful Australian woman, married to the guitar player. Um, oh, you're oh. Talking, the one from the show we like with the book. Oh my god, the other girl. Oh my god, we're becoming our parents. Wow. She's oh, like a little. No. Na- no, no, no. She was K. in. Her last name starts with a K, doesn't it? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Kidman. I needed that K. I was like, nah. Give me a Nick. They apparently legalized marijuana recently and excel. But the three of us. Anyway, imagine Andy, that. Andy, where are you on that? You yeah. Come that. on. Yeah. Those, those, you know everything about her. Those two people to play your life story. That's. I know, right? Yeah. Mm. I don't we even have want to say who I'd get. Two calls like, from New Jersey. 
All right. I don't know who either of them are. Hmm. So we'll Hello, New Jersey. St- we'll start with the, uh, the first old. caller. Uh, or the computer can freeze. There we go. The old NJ, eh? Yeah. Caller. Who is it? A cat? <laughs> I own a bird. It is a kitten. Hello? Yes, who's Hello. calling? Uh, my name is Ethan Gar. I'm. A, I oh. think I'm a scheduled guest for you. Yes, our oh, guest. Yes, you are. Our regular scheduler just got on a boat, and she texted me 20 minutes ago saying that you canceled. So we're oh. glad that you did because okay. we were just sort of making things up as we go along. Um, you are the the product uh, developer for RoboKiller. Is that correct? VP of product. Yeah, vice president. Vice President of Product and Marketing at RoboKiller. I was doing a little and back... my name's Ethan Gar. Ethan Gar. Thank, thank <laughs> you very much. I was Ethan doing a little Gar. background reading on this app that you have, and it's kind of fascinating. But rather than me try to uh, explain it to people, it's your podium. Tell us uh, what RoboKiller is, what it does. It seems really fun, actually. It is super fun. Oh, and, and, and super one, of our, one of so, our people in the studio is an app owner. Yep. I am. I've got it. Fantastic. Thank yep. you. We appreciate that. Thank you. So, <laughs> last month, 5.42 billion robocalls with a B were sent to America. That's a lot of uh, unwanted calls, wasting your time, and some of them are trying to steal your money and steal your identity. Mm-hmm. RoboKiller stops this from happening. When you get RoboKiller on your phone, we block these calls from ever ringing on your phone. Your phone will, not, will no longer ring with telemarketing calls. The calls that ring through will be the ones you want. Family and friends, appointments, things that are important to you will ring. But what's really cool is that on the back, in the background, when RoboKiller blocks a call, it answers those calls, and it answers them with answer bots, which are robots of our own that actually talk back to the spammers and waste their time. So you get some revenge, you get even, and more importantly, not only do you protect yourself, but you really protect everyone because the longer we can keep these guys on the phone stuck in conversations with robots that are wasting their time, the longer, the more people who are protected. I mean, think about it. Even if you don't have RoboKiller, right now, there are telemarketers who can't talk to you because they're stuck in a conversation with an answer bot, a Hillary Clinton impersonator or a Trump impersonator, <laughs> a, a answer bot that you've created on your own. Um, I did one where I just have a coughing fit. I did one where I tell people, I can't believe what's on the news right now. It looks like there's a nuclear war. Oh my God, Ethan! Um, how does how does one get a job writing I know, copy I for the uh, answer bots? That sounds like the coolest job. Well, maybe well, right well, behind writing for the Onion. Well, and we had two of the answer bot yeah voice people on the show mm-hmm. like a mo- about a month ago. That's yep. amazing. Yes, you should have one where somebody goes oh, into did labor. You, did you guys you guys had the guys from Trilogy, Trilogy Media? I'm guessing. Yes. Yep. Ashton. Yeah. Yep. So those those. Uh, Trilogy Media is one of the companies that we've hired to do these. Um, they're really great. They, they've been fighting scammers like this for a long time, and they, uh, they just love to mess with scammers. And they're really creative, and they have you know, some really fun ones. In fact, one of the ones that Ashton did, he is uh, talking to telemarketers and telling them that uh, there's a gazelle running around his apartment. <laughs> and I've seen that. I've seen him, that brought conversation. I've seen it keep the person on the line for 45 minutes, hmm. 45 wow. minutes of, the, of this absolute craziness. I mean, there's sound effects. There's all sorts of, of, of fun and craziness. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, the entertainment side of this is not lost on us, but we wanted to find that balance where you actually are getting that protection. You're, you know, minimizing these calls, the intrusions on your life. I mean, at 20, on an average of 21 robocalls and telemarketing calls a month reaching your phone, this is really an epidemic. I mean, it's interrupting your time with your kids and your family. It's interrupting the time, you know, your, your meetings. Robocalls are absolutely at an epidemic level, and you need to find a way to fight back, and RoboKiller is a great way to do that. So, Ethan, when, they, when the call happens, does it record it, and then does a person who has the app, are they able to listen to it? Yeah, 100%. That's the whole, the whole thing. The okay, only way I you're going to get the entertainment oh. is if you hear it. This is like my new so favorite just, thing you, ever. <laughs> yeah, you just you just go. So what happens is when we block a call, nothing. You, your phone doesn't ring, right? Which is the whole goal, right? Mm-hmm. You, you want to get peace and quiet. Yeah. We're going to send you a, no, a push notification to your phone that just says, 
hey, we've blocked and recorded a call. If you tap on that, that notification or you just open the app, that there's a list of all of the calls that you've had, and you can just press the play button. And if you like them and they're funny, you can share them with your friends. You can put them on Facebook. Uh, we make it really easy to, to, to have fun with these and enjoy it. The other part of that that's really important is because we are, we are getting all of these calls, you never have to worry that you're going you're gonna to miss an important call if by some chance we got it wrong. We're pretty good about getting these calls right. We're not blocking the calls in your contacts. We're honoring your contacts, but we're not downloading them. In other words, we're just saying the, the system is just asking your phone, hey, is this person in your contacts? If so, let the call through. And we're not just blocking every call that's out there. We're blocking just the ones that we know and we, that we feel confident are ones that you don't want. And we're really good at that. But because of that, the calls that are ringing on your phone are just the ones you want, not the ones you don't want. We don't even look at them as legal versus illegal. Political robocalls in many cases are legal, but most people don't want them. So what we want to do is make sure just the calls that you, enjoy, that you want to get through come through. So you can kind of get your phone back because I think that's what's been lost in, in the last you know, five, ten years because of telemarketing calls. Your phone is the most personal thing in your life. You're on all the time. And yet, we're afraid to answer the phone now. Every time we see a number we don't recognize, we're afraid to answer it because what if it's a telemarketing call? What if it's this? What if it's that? shouldn't be that way. We want to give you your phone back. Well, I've had, so I'm the one with the app, Alex, here, and I've had 15 this month robo-killer blocked calls. What's your from, number, Alex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like I used to never get any, and then anytime my uh, phone number is asked for on any, like, website or something, I give a fake phone number. I don't know how. It's been but, so much yeah, lately. So it's I been think they just, horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's insane lately. And, well, yeah, and like you said, I was. The thing uh, is, it's. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was afraid to, like, not afraid, but, like, every time there was a number that I didn't know, I just sent it to voicemail because I was like, I don't want to deal with spam voice messages and all that stuff. And so I'd miss things like, you know, my daughter's swimming lesson yeah. was canceled because the teacher was sick. And so we'd show up to the swimming lesson yeah. and they'd be like, oh, we called you and we tried to tell you that we it was canceled, but Ed, you did. Ed McMahon's in the lobby with a check. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like it. I missed, there were like four situations where I was like, I've missed important calls that I just didn't know who it was, but they were calls that I would have liked to have taken, but I didn't want to because I thought they were spam and blah, blah, blah. So that's when I downloaded this. And actually, my husband saw you were on the news, and that's he was like, "Hey, you should look into this." And so I downloaded it. It's been awesome. <laughs> hey, Ethan, uh, we've got to take a really quick yeah. break. Can you stick around for a couple minutes? Of course, yeah. All right, we'll be right back. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilsky from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. We are back on the Tom Bernard podcast. Why is your, your mic? My microphone. 
Where there it is. There it is. Take two. We are back on the Tom Bernard podcast. Tom is on his way to Cuba. Uh, we've got Ethan Gar, the vice president of product development for RoboKillers, t- explaining this really groovy app, and it's it's uh, started a little controversy in the studio. As the two of the women are here, are very good friends, and one is pissed that the other one didn't tell her. Yeah, about it. Ethan, I just traveled with Alex for I don't know four or five days, where we spent a lot of time one on one, like two hours on a runway, and she doesn't even mention this app to me. <laughs> well, I did. It didn't come up in conversation that you dealt with spam phone call. Please I don't know. talk to me through Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Never address me directly again. Yeah, this is a, a, I think this is amazing, and I do think you're right. I, the big thing I always, I always get nervous because I nanny or, you know, I help my sister out with her kids. The first thing I always think when I see an unknown number is somebody's calling about the kids or somebody this or that, and I always answer it. And when I'm doing something, I, I get so pissed. And it is like the idea, it, it's more of an inconvenience than that because it's like you stop what you're doing. You constantly have your phone on you, and then... It's yeah. I think this is amazing. I have a question, uh, Ethan. Is the DNC yeah. r- registry is that just a dead cat? The do not call. I mean, is there any point so in I signing up the, for this? So I always say the do not call registry does exactly what it's supposed to do, which is not at all what people think it's going to do. The do not call registry protects you from legal robocallers who who honor the yeah. laws of the land. The problem is that of the 21 calls that you guys are getting, I think Alex was saying that you know she's gotten 15 this month. She's right on track for the national average of about 21 per month. Um, the problem is of those 21 calls, there's maybe one or two of them that would be legal robocalls that would have that if you had to, if you were on the do not call registry may get may get uh, may get may be prevented from from calling you. The problem is that the do not call registry was designed at a time where the problem was legal robocalls, but as things have evolved and calls have got, voice calls have gotten so cheap for spammers, it's created this growing and growing market of illegal spamming spammers and, and, spam, and scam calls. Yeah, I know. They, I get them, I get them all the time. Oddly enough, apparently I'm sexually dysfunctional, but there's still Russian women that want to sleep with me. I don't understand Me that. too, though. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm not special? That's a paradox. I think, I think we all are. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I found. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, and I think, you know, your point that uh, especially, you know, if you're a mother or, you know, you 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 know, family and like the, the fear is that the calls that are getting in your way can, can damage your life. But you also want to be confident that if you're going to protect yourself with something that only the right calls get blocked. RoboKiller works really hard with our different technologies machine learning, audio fingerprinting, user feedback to get it right. But what's nice is because we actually block and record the calls, no calls ever lost. Even if we if if a call comes in, if you listen to it and you're like, you know, I would even though that's a, a, a robo call, that's one that I would like to receive or, you know, it's you know, maybe if we got it wrong, it happens very rarely, but if we got it wrong, you press one button that says allow and now that number is whitelisted forever for you. You can blacklist or whitelist any number. You can add them or subtract them to those lists anytime you want. So you can really control who's calling and who's not. But again, it's, I think the really important thing is to understand that RoboKiller isn't just blocking calls randomly. And just because a call is a robocall doesn't mean that you don't want to get it. When your pharmacy calls and says, hey, this is a, your prescription's ready, I'll bet you want to get that call. Yeah. When your child's school calls and says, hey, there's a delayed opening today because of the snow, you want to get that robocall. Um, so you, we don't look at this, you know, just binary. If it's a robocall, we stop it. Like, we can't look at it that way. We have to look at each call individually. Um, so we're trying to use all these technologies, including audio fingerprinting, which is a really cool one, because we're tr- trying to listen to the audio of these calls in the, in the background to understand the content in a way that's meaningful. When I say listening, it's just data. It's not like a human being is listening to these calls. The data, but we're learning from the data of the actual voice to say, is this a robot? Is this a human? What is the context for this call? So we, it's, it's a very smart system, and it takes 70 really smart people working on it full time uh, to make sure that we're protecting you from the unwanted calls in your life. It, is your app sold? Is it for people all over the world, or is this a U.S.-only product? 
That's a really good question. We actually launched in Canada this week. So well, that's, that's like the United uh, States. That's not. That's re- they're hat. not really foreign. It's where we get all our hockey we are players taking, from. We, <laughs> we are taking uh, Robokiller International, um, uh, but we are just we are starting that process now. So you guys are constantly in redeveloping because this seems like something that as soon as you change it, and I don't want to call them the enemy, but the telemarketers <laughs> would be changing as well to try to adapt, right? So you guys are constantly looking at this, right? Yeah, we, I don't mind you calling them the enemies. I look at that in, in most cases with the enemies. Some of these people are so ruthless. That, I mean, they, they've literally robbed people of their entire life savings. I've heard of cases where People have committed suicide because of uh, scams that started with telemarketing calls. I, you know, oh to me that to me that makes them the enemy, and I'm happy to fight this fight every day. Um, but yes, it, the answer to your question is we have to constantly, constantly iterate to make sure that we're ahead of the scammers, we're ahead of their techniques. You know, the most common one you probably have all seen it, where you get a, a scam call, but it looks like a local call to you. I just got one. You just got one. Social security <laughs> scam call. Yeah. I just got one right now. Yeah, and. <laughs> and that's that's a, that's one of their tricks, right? They spoof a number that looks just you yes. know, very close mm-hmm. to your own. Because, Gets me every because, time. Hey, it, because you're you you sit there and you're thinking, hey, maybe it is my child's school, maybe it is the pharmacy, um, and they they know that, and they know it, it increases the the rate of, of pickups, right? Uh-huh. It gets them in front of more people who they can scam. So we protect against that as well. And that's a, you know that's an area where we're we're particularly adept because we can actually do our audio fingerprinting in real time. We can listen to those. We can listen to what's happening as the call is coming in, and decide if it's a human or a robot, and then we can block it or allow it based on what we learn. My, I, I have to admit though that my favorite part of your whole app is that you mess with them. I, I sell some. To, yeah. I sell some stuff on um, Craigslist from time to time. I've sold some boats for like seven, eight, nine thousand dollars. Not big ticket items, but more than a Batman costume. And every time I list one, it never fails. I get the following email. Yeah. Really interested in your fill-in product yeah. here. Can uh, you answer your name, these questions? Address, and yeah. No, uh, but I, 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 I'm going to send somebody to pick it up because I'm on an oil rig yeah, platform yeah, in yeah. the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. It's like really. So, <laughs> so I will because me- it's email. Yeah. And I and I'll mess with them over a couple of days to see how long I can drag them along and then say, oh, sorry, I just sold it. But I like that. I, I like that. You're doing the world a great service. Oh well, thank you. We're really trying, and we're we're really proud of the product. Uh, it has over 176,000 4.6 star ratings in the App Store. So, uh, you know, the public has really um, found it to be useful and effective. And I agree, the entertainment side is, is what makes it great. It's Our answer bots are messing with these scammers as we speak. Right now, there's somebody out there who is who thinks that he's talking to Morgan Freeman and, <laughs> you know, just can't get off the phone. Um, there's someone else out there who uh, is wondering why I am so concerned about what's on CNN right now because <laughs> that you know I'm, I, I, it looks to me like we're we just started a nuclear war. So as that's happening, people are laughing. You know, people are laughing along with it. They're getting revenge, um, and they're getting their phone phones back, which uh, you know I think <laughs> we all deserve that. So let me ask you this: You you must have. Uh, try to think of how to answer the question in English rather than just stumbling around. What are the most common scams that you see? Uh, so <laughs> this probably won't surprise you, but still to this day, Rachel from Cardholder Services is always out there. She is trying to help you, you know, all the time consolidate your debt. So those health care uh, scams are really popular right now as well. Um, you know, I think just because uh, the in our world of politics, healthcare is such a football. Um, there's a lot of confusion. Anytime there's a place that, where there's confusion in the marketplace, scammers look to take advantage. And you saw that last month. We had a record month for robocalls, and a lot of that is because uh, scammers were looking at uh, all the chaos of the government shutdown as an opportunity to. Re- there's more victims out there. There's 800,000 people plus everybody in their ecosystems who's got less money, who have less money and more uncertainty in their lives. So when you call up and you talk about debt consolidation or how you're going to help them with, you know, your warranty on your car, that's, you know, scammers look at that and they say, this is an opportunity to take advantage of people who are hurting. And people who are vulnerable are the targets they want. So, you know, yeah, the do not call registry was down, 
and that just you know for, during that period you couldn't sign up for it but c- legitimate companies couldn't honor it because it didn't work during the shutdown so it just creates more mass confusion so anytime you see that that's where the scams are going to start to uh sort of coalesce around you're going to get the scams that 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 feed into that that narrative so if there's a place that has sort of a depressed economy you're going to see a lot of credit card stuff debt consolidation things like that in stronger economies you might see healthcare uh you know more healthcare stuff um it's going to you know those but and to this day the IRS phone scam continues people still get calls every day from you know IRS agents with very weird accents that don't sound like they would ever be from the internal <laughs> revenue service <laughs> and uh and they're threatening you know if you if you don't pay them now the IRS is going to come and arrest you. The the officers are already on their way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's still happening. You know, that's that's a, a popular one. So, how, how about I, probably most people in your audience have heard these? How about this? Seemed to I get I get a lot of these a couple of years ago. They were basically Trojan horse scams where mm-hmm. people would call you up and pretend they were from Microsoft or something, and we had to download some update and basically to take over your computer, and then you get to pay ransom to get it back. Is that still a thing? Or mm-hmm. is that want to cry? Yeah, that's a. Well, that version yeah. has been disabled, but ransomware is a burgeoning industry. No, they, yeah, they're absolutely still doing that. The Microsoft scam is, is, is pretty popular where they'll, they basically call people and they say there's a problem with your computer. Mm-hmm. They use a remote access server program to get you to, to give them access to your computer. They then do something to damage your computer and tell you that the only way to fix it is if you pay them back. Yep. Um, I kept, it, I just you know, I kept and, one on the phone for 20 minutes because I played like I was stupid and couldn't hit Control Alt Delete or win the Windows thing because I was on a Chromebook. <laughs> There's a bunch of people on she YouTube. She started swearing at me at the end. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. have they have YouTube channels of people who basically just do that for a living and then make a living off the YouTube ad money, and they uh, they get these calls and then they'll like put their voice through a filter to sound like an old woman, and then they'll be like. They'll say that they have to call their daughter to get their checkbook, so yeah. she won't be here for 20 minutes. I but... was talking like Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Hey, how do I do this? Yeah, exactly. And they, oh don't, they don't really – they don't seem to understand what you're saying unless it's on their script. Right. So no matter what you say, they'll say the most bizarre things, and the, the people will just be like, okay, yeah, so uh, I need you to open this program. And they'll be on there for – an hour, and once they find out that they've been had, oh yeah, they get pretty nasty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my parents to buy this app here. <laughs> That's I, a good I, idea. You know, I worry about it because they're in their yeah. late 80s. They're yeah. really yeah. smart people, but yeah, I don't want my inheritance going overseas. Yeah, those Nigerian princes already have enough of my money. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, and for uh, you know a cup of it costs them a cup of coffee a month. Uh, RoboKiller is going to protect you, and and it comes with a seven day free trial, so you have a chance to test it out, use the answer box, get to know it, get to see right away how it changes your life and how it reduces these calls. Um, so it's you know we try to make it as easy for people as possible. Just go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, download the app. Again, it's a seven day free trial, um, and you can see just how much RoboKiller can can impact your life in a positive way. Well, before I got about six months ago, I got a new phone number because prior to that, I was getting an average of 15 scam calls per day. Oh. So I literally could not use my phone. Oh, my God. And even I had like Android has built in blocking software and that kind of thing. But it just like just the sheer amount of people calling just crippled my phone. So it's sad, but this kind of thing really is mandatory nowadays yes it makes you wonder <clears throat> what it's like to work there uh, not in robo killer but on the other side of the fence i know to try How to do pick they people do... up in a bar what do you do for a living well i rip people off yeah, yeah. telephone God. yeah yeah it's like they call these they call old people and hey yeah. you got uh, 500 bucks left do you well uh turns out i need that yeah like, i just i don't know no shame yeah yeah, I mean, it's definitely a shameful way to, to make a living. I mean, certainly some of the people who are doing this, they're, you know, they're doing it because their options are, are limited, you know, but there is a point, you know, I think no matter how limited your options are, there's a point where you're making a decision to, to mm-hmm. if you're making, and if you're making the decision to make a living at the expense of someone else, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. 
I think you're right. Ethan, that's, neither, uh, our, our time is running up. About. Our time is up for the segment. We really appreciate you being on uh, the show. RoboKiller is the name of the app. You can get it on the uh, iTunes or the Android store. Sounds like you're going to be selling some of this stuff as soon as we hang up. Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye, Ethan. (laughs) 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 Very weird. Me and Ethan are exes, so it was so odd. Okay. Bye. In a couple minutes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. And we're back. Oh, Alex is ahead now. We all looking to you. (laughs) I used to host when my dad was gone, but now I can. Yeah, now I can never be on time. So (laughs) you were close today, though. Fawn was not happy about me leaving the house. She's been having a really hard time with me leaving, and then she's mean to Dan when she wants alone time with me. So, like, he'll come in to, like, help with bedtime, and she'll go, no, you go away. You don't come in here. And he, like, Goodness. takes it personally, and I'm like, no, it's that's her toddler my, my way of saying. My daughter did that to me, too, when yeah. she was, like, three. Yeah. You can't come without an umbitation. <laughs> oh, an umbitation. Ah, uh, yes. I just feel like, I mean, if you, yeah, Ike always did it. Ike always did it to Lindsay when I was around. Mommy, leave. Because, you know, like, I'd come in and yeah. be, auntie says yes to everything. So it yeah. wasn't even like, <laughs> I'm a better person. You know, it was yeah. just like, uh, you, know, uh, you know, mommy, leave. she's like, I don't have work today. Like, auntie's just here to hang. Yeah. It was like, so, yeah. But I am still very mad at Fawn. We're not currently talking because on the plane ride home, she said, I don't want you to sit next to me and i was like wow. these are assigned seats this is yeah. where see I'm this sitting. right here this then, is my number 36 c and then two seconds later Bertney, i've got a secret like yeah. she calls so. her Bertney. Bertney, <laughs> hilarious so yeah. speaking of children what when are you gonna start oh my and, god and, and, and it was funny as i was like what what <laughs> Alex was like, what is <laughs> oh god me you know, no i don't know i mean no. i i think that i hope at this point now everybody knows i wasn't pregnant during the wedding because that was like constant they're like so you're getting married two months after being engaged like they kept Shotgun like, you know, wedding. showing what the this, baby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and plus, anyone who knows me knows that that's how I'd like start the convo. It wouldn't be like, I'm getting married to be like, y'all, I'm pregnant. Yeah. You know, like, I'd be so excited. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. The whole, it kind of sucks in a weird way because us being a little bit of an older couple in the sense that, uh, like, you're no, 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 no. Hear me out. Like, I'm sorry, we're not... speak up. I can't hear. <laughs> I know we're no, not like. Don't you speak up. So, like, 32 and 38, it's not like we're super old, but, like, if we don't start having kids soon, we're going to be older parents, which is fine, but it's one of those things where I would love to have 20 years in this time right now, but... I don't see that happening. So tomorrow, I think we're going to start tomorrow. Okay, Starting all right. Now. So good. it'll be great. Start now. Yeah. No, and I'm really, I mean, either way, I'm excited, but I just wish I could savor every moment. I mean, except the engagement part, which I was very overwhelmed by yeah. the amount of attention I got. Like, I wasn't a big fan of that part. 
So did he do a public engagement? No, thing? God, no. Oh, oh God, yeah. no, God, Andy. Like I would have said no. Like I would have said <laughs> absolutely no. Thank you, sir. You've never met me. Like Walk we away. did it. Uh, we were on a. Uh, we went hiking or hiking our version wow. with dogs, and he did it. Nobody there we knew, and all it was perfect. Like, but uh, no, I just didn't like the 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 constant um, like zooming in on exactly the same like 10 questions and i also felt like i wasn't interesting enough to hold the conversation where they're like what what are the colors of your wedding and i was like i don't know i'm wearing a white dress so <laughs> like you that's a color wear, so yeah wear whatever I mean, you want. yeah, yeah. And, and i my wedding ended up being like perfect for me but also like n- i wouldn't say anything that like it was all about me the whole time because yeah. i would have had a panic attack yeah. so uh yeah, it was one of those things where I can't even remember. What am I talking about? What, what was it? When, a baby tomorrow. Yeah, babies tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Two so, yeah, o'clock. Right now Tomorrow. it's so fun because with the new house and, like, you know, we're in the smitten area where I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so in love with you. Oh, my God. You know? yeah, did you, you know you have the you same last name? Oh, my God. Call you me Mrs. Lived, Arneson. You haven't lived together for a long time. <laughs> I know. <I've>, Lindsay, <laughs> my sister says the same so it's like thing. The, so Dan and I lived together. We bought a house a year before we got married. Oh, or, sir, like, I know. Sinners. We lived in San we lived in sin for like oh, 10 or 11 months but yeah that was the hardest part of our relationship for sure it was like the first year of living together because i was just like why do you have every opinion about everything <laughs> I and i'm the opposite where i'm like i don't know put it over there i know sarah is totally type a i mean yeah she's That's ultra Justin, organized yeah. i'm not i'm cold completely the opposite i think yeah, yeah that's how yeah, yeah i think Dan, us three are the hot messes right Andy, how's it going living with your girlfriend? It's fine, actually. I was like, do you technically live together? No, no, oh, I'm don't sorry. I'm not like legally, together. but technically. You don't legally? Have, you don't have to register. Oh, I don't well, know. Well, no, but I mean, I, I thought, she, how, I thought she, she hasn't changed her address to my address. No, I know, but I thought she still like went to her place sometimes. The and, National Fornication not? Registry. You don't have to sign. That's not a thing anymore. You need you a card. Do that. Not too often anymore. <laughs> oh, Although, really? Although, okay. we're trying to get it. I know. And then we can, uh, we're going to fix it up. Fix her up. But yep. yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like weird things, like weird quirks. And one thing about me is I don't hold on to it for very long. I don't care. Like he's, we, our big thing I always use as an example is, um, he doesn't like it when I, like, let's say right after work, I'm fully in my normal clothes and I go lay in our bed and I go to sleep. And to him, that's disgusting. Like, so some people have a really weird thing about like day clothes yeah, in bed, day which clothes. I definitely I didn't know don't. that was a thing. Yeah, I, I take naps constantly. Do you have little piles of your clothes you're not quite ready to wash yet? No, well, I there, have that. <laughs> I don't have that. It pisses her off. I have, no end. I have piles of. I have like a designated. And actually, learned this from that time I was helping watching your kids while you guys had that organizer. Yeah. I like stole her ideas and yeah. didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a uh, like a thing that like I've tried something on and I put it in that bin. So sometimes that bin starts looking like it's more clothes than like the clothes in my hanger. Right. That's, <laughs> but then that's, that's me. The, yeah, I gotta go organize See, that. See, for me, it's my like emergency cross country skiing gear. I don't want to actually have to hang it up. So yeah, I would just leave it kind of on the couch by the window. Yeah. If for some reason I need to be skiing in four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> what if there's a blizzard and I need to check the right. mail? Right. Well, right. Justin will. I mean. He's so much it's, organized. It's, I mean, but it's, he'll think that that he thinks that's gross now. But like when you have babies, yeah. Oh, yeah, you really. have a baby in and your bed. Like we are, yeah. Sage sleeps in our bed with us, and yeah. it's like disgusting. Barf, yeah. pee, like <laughs> I'm you, like you won't say poop, like, but you mean poop. Wait, yeah, it's like we'll wash the sheets eventually. Yeah. Both Alex I and I, I hate don't... that word. I don't know why. Yeah, poop. poop? Yes, oh, I don't mind that. So Feces. Much. I don't like. Yeah. It. Is that better? Moist is the one Thesis? that bugs me. Thesis? But the problem moist. is with moist is like there's no other way to say it. Right. It's kind of wet. Wasped. It's wasped. I like wasped. Yeah, kind of sounds that. like wasped. But yeah, so that. like he said that to me and I, it was funny. I was like, what? Like I just, I kind of yeah, have to hold back even. from making fun of him. But I, it doesn't bug me. It's like now that I know that, I just get to buy nap clothes. And I love a reason to buy more clothes. So I was like, <laughs> I'll just buy designated napping Great. clothes. Which Sponge are like, bob. yeah, they're like something that you could like technically be seen in by the neighbors, like maybe go to work. That's a low bar in Minnesota. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my God. We have a giant picture window in right in the front of our house and the blinds are always up and yeah. like Fawn runs around in her underwear and yeah. whatever. And I'm like in this giant disgusting robe all the time. And people are like, do you ever close these? And I'm like, nah. 
Mm, no. Like your neighbors can see you, and I'm like, they're not like standing out in the street staring right. into our house. I Isn't don't it care. weird though when you the make eye contact? West Bloomington. <laughs> exactly. When you make eye contact with somebody in your house in another house, and you have that like, have you ever done that? No. That's... Oh, it's a terrifying feeling. It's like, do we acknowledge it, or are we? Mm. Like, oh and you God. never acknowledge have it. Have you ever seen Rear Window? It's an old Alfred yeah. Hitchcock oh, yeah. movie yes. from the fifties. Yes. It's yes. just a great film. I fell it in love with really... Grace Kelly when yeah. I saw that. It's a really good movie. She shows up. Yeah. Technicolor brilliance, but. When he's looking at Raymond Burr through the the courtyards, like I know it's a terrible feeling. It's literally like that, like that moment of like I, I haven't done it at our house. Actually, when the reason I didn't want one house was I realized how close it was because this guy was in his living room when we were touring in Plymouth, and you know sometimes they have those like where they're like about mm-hmm. two feet away, yeah. and I just made the hardest eye contact, and I was like, <laughs> Justin, we could never buy this house. Like, <laughs> I can't live here. <laughs> I don't want to make a a very big decision off of this, but I I'm telling you, I never want to see that guy. So you didn't. <laughs> you didn't lick your lips and give him a big wink or anything no, like that. I just like held it, and then was like, let's <laughs> yeah. leave. Like our the front of our house faces out toward the side of our yeah. across the street neighbor's house because yeah. we live in a, on a U and so we're this way and then their door faces oh. that way. Yeah. So it's like there's no window no, of got, anything. And you've got That's a good nice. sitch where like your neighbors are the type that are like like a little bit older around yeah. you and they just don't care. I feel like they would never be like, what's going on? No, like, they like all have kids that are my age yeah. and yeah. it's like Oh, and yeah. they're super old and like me. Oh, yep. so old. Or even older. No, there's no such Over thing. Over 60? Yeah. Holy crap. I think in the in next retirement community? In the next like 10, 5 to 10 years, I think our neighborhood's probably going to have little a big, roll. Yep. big I flip. I wanted to live where she lives so bad. I But nobody in that area sells their no, house don't. we don't move they don't a couple friends dan even there. was like until you die Dan was like just wait out we've got a neighbor who well, yeah. looks looks like she's got a cold we'll see right. you yeah. i've been icing the driveway <laughs> yeah Dan's, i've been scaring people You're around right. the neighborhood yeah i know both of our neighbors on to the left and the right it's like just a matter of we're just waiting for them to say oh, like we're gonna sell our house because it's like neither of them can keep up with their yeah. housework anymore and like dan has to plow their driveways and all this stuff and it's like they have a hard time getting to their cars and yeah and so we love them yeah, they're wonderful wonderful yeah. people but it's like i can't imagine being that age and just struggling yeah you just want them to have no response yeah it's like go relax like yeah. you so, don't need to take care of all this stuff. Speaking of your husband, is he racing this weekend? He sure is. So those of you that don't know what we're talking about, probably it's the most famous cross-country ski race in the world, I think. Yes. Berkebiner. It's in the American Berkebiner. Yep. Because hey. there's the Berkebiner, yeah. Wisconsin. It's yep. 50 kilometers long. Yep, 50k. Is he excited? He is excited. He's excited, but also excited for it to be done. Was it last year or two years ago that got canceled? I think, I think it was, it was two years ago. Okay. It was either last year or two I've years ago. I've never seen him so bummed. I know. I think it was two years ago because I was just looking at pictures actually of Fawn two years ago and like we're out on the deck with her in the sun like right now, like this week. So I think it was two years ago because it was canceled because of no snow. Yeah. So how long does it take him to do that? Um, Last year it took him two hours and... 18 minutes wow he's in the elite way i was gonna say because yeah. from what i understand it's about the best skiers uh, can do it about the, the same as it takes a great marathon runner to run a marathon yeah so which is right right around two, two hours, hours yeah so he was he got a hundred and twentieth place i don't think i could do that on a snowmobile <laughs> he got a hundred and twentieth place and i think there are like like many thousands of people that yeah, do it. Yeah, I think it. there's like 10,000 people that do it. I mean, yes. it's huge. It's humongous. And like, there's Olympic skiers that come to, every single year, pretty much, like, a European person wins it. Almost. The old brick a brick brick Except for, yes, there's a guy from North Minneapolis that um, wins it. Has Why won isn't it Dan BFF him? He's, they're like on a different, I don't know. It's like, so it's Brian Gregg is his name and his yeah. wife is Caitlin Gregg and his wife, Caitlin, has won the female 
like division. The, 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 I'm like, what's the word? I know. I've been doing that all <laughs> The girl week. version. The so girl week, race. I, I said Roger Dangerfield <laughs> today. I heard that. All Roger. over it. They, you'll oh, never sure. live that down. No, no. I was like, Roger. okay. And then what I said is on the air, I go, oh, and you don't make mistakes. And that's how I knew I was actually yeah. kind of like, like in my own, like mad at myself. <laughs> I turned my mic. Al like, pacing. Like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I don't even care. I don't care about this. This is my career. <laughs> I just do this for fun. So, yeah, they yeah. Get they money should BFF from the each other. Well, they've skied together before, and then there's another guy from Minnesota that's won it a couple times. And Dan skied with him. He was on a ski team for a while, and all this. But it's like, it's too hard now with kids. Yeah, like the young. He's like he, he has to get up. But yeah, no, our not hobbies. really. No, I'm being honest. <laughs> no, he skis every morning. He gets up at like five thirty. Skis is, for is an the hour. woman from Afton gonna race this year? Do you know that won the Olympics? Um, oh my gosh, Katie Ledecky? I think yeah. No, no, Jesse, isn't it Jesse? Jesse Diggins. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Um, I don't Diggins. know if she, well, it's interesting because the American Berkebiner sometimes has like crossover with like World Cup things. And so it's like sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. So it'll be interesting to see if she's there because Fawn really likes Jesse Diggins because she wears sparkles on her cheeks. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. And they have like this, a skiing princess. Yeah, and they have the yeah. same hair color. Oh. One day we were eating breakfast and Fawn just goes, I have light hair, just like Jesse Diggins. And I was like, what is happening? We're the whitest family now, in the world. You know what Dan's doing when you're at the club. Well, they, they watch ski they watch of course they ski do. racing together. And so Dan will be like, that's Jesse Diggins. She lives in Minnesota. She wears sparkles on her cheeks and stuff. And so she'll, that's when, yeah. that's how it came to be that cool. Fawn was comparing herself to Jesse Diggins. Like looking in a mirror. Yep, pretty much. I know. It's It'll be interesting to see if our kids end up skiing. I mean, they'll end up skiing for fun. Right. But it'll, whether they whether yeah. it takes. Because I taught all yeah. my kids to ski, mm-hmm. and none of them do anymore. Yeah. They, it lasted for about four or five years. Yeah. So Once they hit the change in life and were change. able to say no. Yeah. Hey, you want to go skiing? No. No. This is my second talk about periods today. Was that when I had the change up? We're not talking about. Or boys. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Just puberty in general. Just being a for a good two years. (laughs) Just being terrible human beings. Oh, puberty. Gross. The worst. I remember being like, I'm a terrible person. I remember thinking that too. (laughs) To this day, like, I I will never do enough to my mom to say, like, I'm sorry. I I remember thinking my stepdad was like the most unreasonable person because he asked me to put my hairbrush away. That's like I had on like the kitchen (laughs) table. And I remember being like, someday I'll have my own house and I can put my hairbrush forever. I was like, that's disgusting. We'll be back uh, for the second hour for the continuing version of Puberty on Parade. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. (laughs) 